Welcome to Read My Lips Radio, a lively hour of unscripted conversations with savvy creatives. Producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, asks novelists, artists, photographers, designers, comedians, actors, musicians, composers, screenwriters, directors, and technology innovators about their creative passion, inspirational muses, and how they create. Ooh, how those lips can talk. Now, here's AKA Radio Red. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a great show for you today, and thank you to Ryan Treasure, the voiceover artist, my good friend, the vice president at World Talk Radio Voice America. I'm AKA Radio Red. I'm here with three very interesting ladies, and our topic is always creativity. But they're all coming at it. Each of them is coming at it from a very, very different perspective. We have somebody in marketing who specializes in events and branding. We've got an MD, a physician, a woman physician talking about hormones. Ladies, listen up. Men, don't leave the room because she's going to talk about her creative approaches to helping her patients. We won't get into too many, much medical. And we have the lady who created Bo Dabra. Have you ever struggled to wrap a gift? Oh my goodness. What do you do with the ribbon and the bow and the scissors and the glue and the tape? Well, Bo Dabra is going to solve your problems. We are so thrilled. Hello, Facebook Live. We're so thrilled that Sandy Sandler is going to give us a demonstration of her Bo Dabra invention her creativity so i am ak radio red again happy to be here and ladies before you introduce yourselves i'll read a brief bio in a second but i'd like you all to do me the honor of doing a shout out i'm going to count to three and we're all going to say together hello lll are you ready everybody one two three hello lll that was one of the best. Josh, my engineer, that was one of the best, actually. Well, LLL must feel very, very happy. She is lovely, lanky. Laura Legs, our most loyal listener, and she still lives in Whitestone, New York, and we're taking up a fictitious GoFundMe to allow her to move to London. And so far, I haven't been able to to raise any fictitious crypto or anything to send her there, but we still will get you there, Laura, so don't worry about it. Laura listens every week, and at 8.01 p.m. Eastern, she emails me to tell me how much she loved the show and she will give me a summary of what you each said she will have a little list of what you said and what the takeaways are that's a loyal listener let me tell you so we are very so we're calling this show turn your creativity into innovation because that's what i believe is the connecting theme my guests are nodding so let me tell you who they are i'll read your name and a little bit about you and then just speak for about a minute and add to your bio so first up we'll have dr deb matthew she is a medical doctor md degree i have doctors in my family and i have great respect for the advanced degree deb so thank you for thank you for doing what you do she calls herself the happy hormones doctor as i said men don't leave the room this is not about hormones but it's about deb and her creativity She's a best-selling author, international speaker, and educator whose quest to restore her own personal health led her to change everything about her practice of medicine. So, Dr. Deb Matthew, would you please do me the honor of just a brief one or two minute extension, expansion of your bio, and I'm going to put you on speaker view. Go ahead. Yes. Well, you know, I went through a phase of my life where I didn't feel that good and nothing in my medical training helped me understand what was going on. And so I had to come up with creative ways to learn how to feel better. And I changed everything about how I practice medicine so that I can help other people feel great and live out their creativity because you got to have your health in order to have your creativity juices flowing. 
I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. And we'll get into some of the creative methodologies. Your book is very interesting. I did skim it. Uh, I'm I'm a boomer, so let's just say that a lot of it, it did. But I did read the list, and and I loved your creative approach, Deb. If I can say that about little quizzes. Are you are you struggling with this? Does this describe your life? Is this something that's a problem for you? And then you have them rate their answers with numbers. It's a weighted value. And then they add up the numbers and you tell them if they're inclined to whatever you're trying to help them fix. So I liked I liked that a lot. It's a, a workbook as much as a, a, a book. So thank you for that creativity. And let's go now to Sandy Sandler, the creator of the QVC bestseller, The Bodabra. You can all see the box there on Facebook. And everybody wave hi to Sandy Sandler. This is a hi, crafting. Everybody. Hi, this is a crafting tool that helps anyone make professional hand-tied bows. And the breaking news is that when she debuted the Bodabra on QVC, she sold 5,000 units in under 10 minutes. Do the math. That is phenomenal. So Sandy Sandler, why don't you tell us a little bit about what brought you to that point? Take about two minutes for your bio. Well, I'll actually add to the QVC story really quick. I, when they told us we had 10 minutes to sell 5,000 Bodabras and QVC, if you don't sell them, you take them back. So literally in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'll get a place at a flea market and I'll sell whatever we don't sell on QVC. But 10 years later, we were still selling. And basically I created Bodabra because I couldn't make bows. I bought every bow maker that was on the market and I couldn't figure out how to use them. I, people that I knew did not know how to bake bows. So it was a really easy way to help people grow their creativity. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. And and I learned a special way to take a, uh, a, the back of a scissors, Sandy, and to use wrapping paper and to curl it and, and curl then it. put those all together with a couple of pieces of scotch tape and stick them on the top. And it's very creative because it matches, but it's nothing like your gorgeous bow. So I can't wait for the demo. And thank you for oh, thank agreeing you. to do that. So we're looking forward to that. And our third guest, I didn't say last because you're all equally wonderful, is Jennifer Horsepool. She told me to pronounce her name just like it's spelled, H-O-R-S-P-O-O-L. She connects brands with target audiences, and she turns brands, this would be any company you deal with, any company you know on the market, from the best-kept secret, yeah, I got a company, we do great stuff, but nobody knows about us, so sales are in the tank, to go-to experts, meaning I want to do business with them, I want to buy from them, I want to talk to them, in their industries, and she has grown companies' visions to multi-million dollar revenues, and today she's going to talk to us about events, which is especially appealing because we're coming out of the tunnel, right, ladies? The end of the tunnel, there is light. It's flickering a little bit, the end of the pandemic tunnel, and people are starting to get together, go out to places, and companies are starting to hold events again. Jennifer Horsepool, welcome to Read My Lips. Would you please do me the honor of giving us a more introduction? A more introduction. A more introduction. More, Thank like you, Red. You're Thank welcome. you for hosting. This is so much fun, and it's a pleasure to meet your other ladies, um, Dr. Deb and, and Sandy. Uh, you're both like kind of people that I would recommend. Represent. I my vertical deep is in healthcare, and then uh, my vertical horizontally is across uh, entrepreneurs. You know, um, and so really taking people from if you are the best kept secret and you are the uh, you know like a really great way for a really great solution for people, then you're doing them a disservice by not getting out there, right? By not sharing your brand and by not sharing your message, and really getting your message down is super important because if you mess that up you've lost the opportunity. 
And so messaging um, really comes out, if you think of it this way, uh, the results of the results of the results are what you want to message. So think about that and spend some time. And then events, yes, events are so much fun. Whether it's online, because there's virtual events exploded in 2020, and people have really gotten extremely creative in keeping people engaged online through visualization and audible. And it's just really, really kind of fun. And now that we're opening the world back up again, we're, we're you know, gathering back in person again, and it's a, it's a lot of fun there too. Thank you very much, Jennifer. And, and I have a, an industry client that I do a, a podcast for, and they just announced today, it's for the automotive industry, that they are hosting hybrid events. Mm -hmm. And what they mean by that is people who need to be remote, whether it's because they're not traveling, they can't travel, they don't want to, something with vaccinations, they're going to a hotspot, or people who want to go and physically be there. They're doing it in Michigan, Detroit, where we're automotive the home, and they're offering hybrid. And they're very proud of that because they're saying, we don't want to exclude anybody. In the past, it was, hey, show up, buy a ticket, have a seat. And now it's how do you, talking about a brand, Jennifer, how does this brand want to accommodate our members and our audiences to come and hear our subject matter experts is we'll give you the option. So hybrid is, is a new thing. We'll be talking more about that with all of you. So thank you, ladies. And I have some breaking news I announced on last week's show. Now, it's nothing about me personally, but this is interesting. There was a, uh, in July... July 12, 2021, just at with July 12, yes, last week, uh, in the Washington Post, I don't care what your politics are, this is an article I found, so get over it. The article said, creativity may be key to healthy aging. Here are ways to get inspired and stay inspired. And, and let me just read a little bit. If you're interested in staying healthy as you age, and Dr. Deb Matthew, this probably resonates with you, especially in living longer, you might want to add a different set of muscles to your workout routine, your creative muscles. Ongoing research suggests creativity may be key to healthy aging. Studies show that participating in activities such as singing, I'm trying not to sing on my radio shows, it's not always a good idea. Singing, theater performance, visual artistry, Sandy, visual artistry could support the well-being of older, older adults and, and Jennifer at your events and the creativity, which is related to the personality trait of openness. I think that's why you're all here can lead to greater longevity. So there having the ability to make unexpected connections, connections, either to see commonplace things in new ways or unusual things that escape the attention of others and realize their importance. That's their definition of creativity. And I thought that was wonderful. So bravo. And that's why I created a show called, I'm going to duck so you can all see it, Read My Lips, Cool Conversations with Creatives, because I think creativity, I believe in it. It's something that's in all of us. And for my listeners, for our viewers, I have created a form for my guests. We started using it a couple weeks ago, asking them what their take is on creativity. What does it mean to my guests in terms of their personal life, their professional life, the people around them, the world around them, culture, civilization, anything big or small about creativity. I've also asked them for quotes from movies or... TV characters or uh, song songs. So I'm going to go to Dr. Deb Matthew. Let's just have a little fun with the quotes before we get into more about all of you. Deb, 
Joan just raised her eyebrows at me and said, yeah, bring it on, Red. So she has a quote from Anna Scott, played by the beautiful, I'm going to say quintessential Julia Roberts in the movie is Notting Hill, who didn't see that, I don't know anyone. 1999 romantic come, that's 22 years ago, or 20 years ago, oh my God, how many years ago? Yes, it's too long ago. Romantic comedy directed by Roger Mitchell, and here is the quote. And Deb, I'm going to ask you to explain what this has to do with creativity. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. Oh, I like that. Go ahead, Deb. How'd you pick this one? Well, you know, she's in the movie. The character is an actress, right? And she is famous and she plays all these different parts. But the heart of it, she's just a person and she's met somebody who is also just a person. And, you know, it it really... um, it's sort of all of us, right? We we just all want for people to appreciate us and care about us, and we put our we put our books and our art and our whatever out into the world. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, we just want to be appreciated for what we do. Oh, I love that. I did something really crazy. I, I'm a drummer, ladies. I don't know if you know this, but I, I took up drums about three years ago, and they're red, of course, and I have little red suede boots that I wear, yes. Uh, Ziggy Soho, they don't make them, so I find them in Markari and Poshmark and anywhere. As long as they're new with tags and not used, I will buy them, just so you know. Got a whole bunch of them now, brocade and black and red. And I, I'm in a band here in my community, and we had a practice yesterday. We're practicing for a Motown dance party we're doing at the end of August for our community at our beautiful clubhouse. And I realized, Deb, this should resonate with you. People might have thought I was crazy. I thought I was crazy. But I stood up at the band with my drums in the back and I said, we're a band and I have never heard us express appreciation for each other. I said, I don't hear the singers thanking the musicians. I don't hear the musicians thanking the singers. I don't hear any of you thanking our audio engineer who brings all this equipment and has to set everything up. I said, well, I appreciate all of you. And I'd like it if we would, I'd love it if we would express, and they made fun of me. And it was okay. (laughs) Somebody said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And somebody said, yeah, I did a Seinfeld voice or I don't know, some kind of a character voice. And it just, the room went silent and we took our break and everybody went out. I thought, Oh, did I take a leap of faith there? But I, Deb, to your point, yes, we want to be loved. We want to be appreciated. We want to be noticed. And isn't that what creativity is about, is saying there's another way, I didn't say a better way, there's another way of doing things. There's another way of finding a solution or maybe finding another problem and solving it together. And that's what Sandy has done. Sandy, um, thank you, Deb. I really appreciated that, clearly. Sandy Sandler has picked us a quote from, Pick is the word. Pick yourself up. A song composed by Jerome Kern, lyrics by Dorothy Fields in Swing Time, which was a 1936. I'm not doing the math on that one. (laughs) RKO musical comedy film starring, and I taught dancing for years, Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire. Talk about quintessential. And it was set in New York City, and it featured a whole bunch of people who are probably not around anymore. Here is the quote from the song. For those of you who happen to be boomers or no boomers or no music from the Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers era, and they said, you know, Ginger Rogers did everything Fred Astaire did, but backwards in high heels. Did you, anybody remember that yeah. one? Yes, it, it was damn true. Here we go. Here's the quote. Nothing's impossible, I have found, for when my chin is on the ground, I pick myself up, dust myself off, start all over again. Sorry about that, Sandy. I just had to do that. So, Sandy. No, I love I, it. How'd you, thank you. How'd you pick this one, and what does it mean for creativity? Go ahead. I do. I, I, I've done a lot of arts and crafts with like at-risk underprivileged kids. 
And what I love to do with them is take that song and kind of act it out. So when my chin is on the ground, I pick myself up, dust myself off, and then jump around and start all over again. And the kids love doing that with me. And the idea behind it is creativity is kind of like learning to ride a bike or learning to ride a horse. You can't do it when you first start. You have to practice and practice. And creativity is the same thing. You might start and go, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Then you try it. And then you're proud of what you do. And then you do it again and again. And you become more creative. And I can tell you that in my own life, where I was scared to do things to begin with. But now I'll try things that I might not have tried years ago. Thank you. I I love the reference back to the old time movies and to songs that they just need to be around and to last. And that's what you're doing by quoting that. Thank you so much, Sandy. I'm sorry I sang, but sometimes it just breaks out. That was good. Oh, thank you. My, I can't remember where my singing teacher is. We tried. Anyway, let's go. My drum teacher had more success. Jennifer has picked a quote. Interesting, similar topic slightly to Dr. Debs. Did These ladies filled out their forms completely separately. They didn't know each other. I never published them for you, so you didn't know. And this character is Trish, played by, well, Trace, Chelsea Handler. Is there anybody more inimitable than Chelsea Handler? Talk about creative and bold and out there, right? She's encouraging Lauren to keep seeing both men. The movie is This Means War. It's a 2012, much more recent, American action spy comedy film. And the plot was two CI agents who are best friends discover they're dating the same woman. So here is the quote Jennifer selected. Don't choose the better guy. Choose the guy that's going to make you the better girl. I want to say Goyle, but I won't say that. So I'll leave the New York accent behind. Never had it. Jennifer, talk to me. How'd you pick this one? Well, I mean, it's such a powerful quote. And I think that when when you find somebody who makes you into the best version of you, that's when you start to live your best life. And it doesn't have to be another man for a woman or whichever way, you know, whatever whatever your thing is. It doesn't have to be that. It's just about surrounding yourself with people who make you the best you. And that's where then you have the, the comfort zone to really start getting creative. And to me, that ties into branding as well, because the more creative you are, the better you can serve your specific audience. And that's kind of the whole, like how it all ties together into a bow, right? <laughs> right, Sandy? <laughs> I mean, it really, I, I think all of our quotes kind of tie in together and I find it very interesting. I was thinking when you're reading them, I was like, oh, I wonder if she lumped us together, you know, not lumped us, but, you know, put us together on the show because our quotes are all quite tied together like a bow. It just happens that way. So let me ask you, Jennifer, as far as making you the better person, do you think events are capable of doing that in terms of reaching an audience, whether it's in person, whether it's virtual, in terms of challenging people, getting a message across, and doing some good, not just, okay, listen up, we got a bunch of experts, but getting people to think differently, yes. critical thinking. We're calling it in schools now, critical thinking for kids, right? It's not just learn to recite and learn to remote. Don't you repeat everything you hear? It's critical. How do you take a problem apart and solve it? So do you think it's possible that events can do that, make you the better girl? Jennifer? That's the point of the event. It's really to create an experience that is going to change your life, right? So knowledge is one thing, but putting it into action is a whole nother thing. And that's what events are there to do is to create an experience that changes your brain, to create an experience that's going to leap you into something new. 
Thank you very much. Thank you, ladies, for taking the time to get the quotes for me. I really appreciate it. I do this on my business shows, too. And I tell them if it's a show about supply chain, don't go looking for a, you're not going to find a supply chain quote in a movie or a TV character. Probably not. So we get quotes like um, Tom Cruise in Top Gun, I feel the need, the need for speed. That's a great (laughs) quote. We get quotes from Finding Nemo, Dory, the blue tang who has a memory, short-term memory problem, and she says, just keep swimming, 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 just keep swimming. That quote is used for people who are talking about digitalization and keeping your business moving forward, coming out of the pandemic, uh, going to the cloud, being creative in your marketing, user experience, employee experience. So anyway, I'm I'm so, you're the sec- only the second group that has done this with me, and I very much appreciate your taking the time. Before we move on, we have so many things to talk about. Sandy Sandler is sitting there. I asked her to give us a demo, and it's July. Come on, we've passed Mother's Day, Father's Day, and Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa are a couple months off, but this is the time you want to see how to make a beautiful bow. So we're not making this into an infomercial. We're making this into look how beautiful this creative invention is. Sandy, I'm putting you on speaker view. Let's do it. And we're just going to show how easy. And one of the really cool things is figuring out ways to make centerpieces, to make bows. So I'm going to kind of do a little layer of all different kinds of bows. I'm taking my Bodabra bow wire, and I'm just going to lay it into the Bodabra, and I'm just tucking the ends underneath so it stays out of my way. Now I have these roses that I'm just going to lay in here. And I just thought, you know, we're doing on Bodabra, we're doing Christmas in July, so I thought I'd do something a little seasonal. Sandy, I want, to tell I, my, to... I want to tell the listeners who are not watching us on Facebook that you're using, are these long stem silk flowers? Are they, yes? Yes, they're silk flowers. Okay, so they they're have longevity. They're not real flowers that are good. I just want to make sure. No, exactly. Flowers. Okay, please go ahead. And then I'm just take. I've cut these, pre-cut these strips of ribbon. They're kind of our tails, and we're just going to lay these in here. And then I have um, some ribbon that I also pre-cut, and I've got two layers. So we're just going to do a typical bow, and all we do is fold it, twist it, and push it down. In fact, years ago, somebody did a meme. I have to find it because it was the funniest thing ever because I always say fold, twist, and push. And they took the song Push It, and they kept showing me pushing stuff into the Bodabra. (laughs) And nobody would tell me about it because they thought it would hurt my feelings, but I thought it was really cool. (laughs) I think so, too. Now, is that special ribbon? It looks like ribbon with a wire in the edge of it. It's just a wired ribbon, but you don't have to use. Like you said, we don't want this to be an infomercial, so I didn't want to show all different kinds of ways. I just wanted to show one simple. But we have tons of video on our YouTube channel and our Facebook channel. So now I'm just going to take this pick and lay it in here, and I have this little pick here, and then I'm just going to push everything down, and I'm going to take my Bodabra wire, and all I'm going to do is, the reason I folded it in half is now I have a slip knot. I'm just going to pull it through my slip knot, push it down, hold it really tight while it's still in the Bodabra. That way you're not struggling with the bow when you pull it out. And then separate the ends, bring it around to the back, And I'm just going to knot it. And then we're going to um, take our ribbon and we're just going to fluff out the bow, which is exactly like you would do if you were making a hand-tied bow. So we'll just fluff all this out. 
and I, I want whatever's it. in the box. This is for a big box, Sandy. I want to have whatever's in the box from from. from oh, I know exactly. <laughs> oh. We actually made some. So you can see this here. So so simple. We actually made huge bows like this big for cars. So you can Thank do you. really it. It lets anybody be creative, and that's what's really cool. Thank you for the demo. I will tell you that when I bought my car two cars ago, uh, I drive sports cars, and when I found the car, the next car of my dreams, I I told the dealer I bought it used because it's no point in buying them brand new. They're just really great about a year or two in. So I told the dealer, I said, we've made the deal. I will come the next day. I'll bring the check. We're doing the trade-in for the extra value, and that's fine. I said, I expect a big red bow on the hood of that car. Deb is smiling. You knew where I was going with that, just like on the TV show, So uh, the TV ads. So he called me. I was about 20 minutes away. He's about a half hour away from my house. I, he called me in the car, and he said, are you close? And he said, yes, I have a surprise for you. I got there. This was this huge red velour bow. They had taken off their Christmas decorations, I think, in the basement of the dealership <laughs> or the attic. I don't know, the supply room. And he put it on the car, and I posed. A friend of mine took a picture. But I said, he said, but you can't have it. You can't take the bow home. <laughs> you so, Dan, Sandy, what if you marketed this to car dealers to make bows for That's cars that they can send their customers home with? What do you think? Well, that's what we actually started doing was because they don't, the car dealerships don't necessarily want to make the bows, but we can make them really inexpensively and really big. And so we have had some car dealerships purchase them. We only started right before COVID and then COVID hit. And so it was sort of difficult to do because they couldn't even have their showrooms open, but yeah. we're going to start doing it again this year. Great minds. What can I tell you? Ladies, let's do a couple of famous birthdays and let's do the national holidays and then we'll get a little deeper into what you all do. So shout out to, there's a man named Little Freddie King. He's obviously not little, born in 1941. He's a blues singer musician. I was so intrigued with his name. I put him in the list. So happy birthday to Little Freddie King. Brian May, rock musician. I won't tell you what year he was born, but it's near and dear to my heart and rock musician, and he's very famous, and I think he's a guitarist. Howard Schultz, you all, how many people have drank at least one Starbucks in their life? Come on, everybody raise your hand. Yes, Howard Schultz, the CEO and chairman of Starbucks. Now, here's a, a lady who, uh, she's a chore to listen to if you're not in the right frame of mind, Lisa Lampanelli, stand-up comedian. I ended up at one of her comedy shows when I was dating somebody who had a timeshare not in the Catskills, but it was called, I think, the Italian Catskills. Uh, Sandy, you may know where this is. Villa Roma in New York. And Lisa Lampanelli was there. And for somehow, for some reason, we bought tickets. And she went around embarrassing the blank out of everybody in the audience. She said things about men that had them on the floor hiding their faces and knowing, would they ever go home with their wives after that? Would their wives <laughs> ever go home with them? It was beyond. She's she's a, a brutally blue comedian. Anyway, she's still around. Happy birthday, Lisa Lampanelli, 1961. Anybody remember Anthony Edwards from ER? Remember the show ER with the, the young George Clooney and the young Juliana Margulies? And all, Anthony Edwards was one of the doctors. Happy birthday. There's a rock drummer named Jason McGurr. I had to say hello to him. And Benedict Cumberbatch, the actor from so many well-known movies, his birthday. Everybody say happy birthday, Benedict Cumberbatch. You See if you can pronounce it. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Wow, I can see him just saying, oh my God, they said happy birthday. No, they said happy birthday to me on Read My Lips Radio. He's really famous now. Let's do a couple of quick holidays here. Today is National Daiquiri Day. Anybody drink daiquiris? 
Yes, no. I like a good jacket. You like I didn't a good know. Jacket. I might have had one today. Oh, there you go. It's Global Hug Your Kids Day. Well, my kids are far away. My grandkids are, but I'm hugging them virtually. It's Get Out of the Doghouse Day, and that's a when men used to say, "Ah, I did something to tick off my wife. You put me in the doghouse." It's it's a metaphor for in trouble. And in Tibet, the following holiday is considered a polite gesture. Stick out your tongue day. What can I say? Tomorrow, speaking of sticking out tongues, tomorrow, July 20th, is National Lollipop Day. Ladies, when was the last time you had a lollipop? Dr. Deb? I don't remember. It's been a while. It's been a while. Jennifer, lollipops? Not recall a lollipop. (laughs) No, it was all that sugar directly in. Sandy, any lollipops in your life? Yeah, actually, about a week ago, I had one from Trader Joe's. Was it good? Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. What was the flavor? Just a little one, but... What flavor? Orange. Orange. Okay. I like the pink ones. Okay. It's also Moon Day tomorrow. Neil Armstrong's historic lunar landing was July 20th, 1969, and it's International Chess Day. And there's a very revealing article, I think, in the New York Times. Again, don't fault me for my choices of reading material about the real story behind the chess grand champions and the grandmasters. And it's a scathing report about money changing hands to buy positions for young grandmasters, the competition to be the youngest in the world, which has been seized a couple of times by people who were a couple of days or weeks younger than the previous champion and the finagling that goes around. It's not a clean sport, but it's fascinating. And if you haven't seen the Queen's Gambit, the miniseries. So good. Yeah. And they say they excellent. sold about 50,000 chess sets the next day, and about four of them got used. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's leave that alone. <laughs> so Wednesday is – well, speaking – this all relates. Speaking of Daiquiri Day, Wednesday is National Legal Age Drinking Day, or National – yes, Legal Drinking Age Day. If you know anybody, they have to be – I don't know. Anyway, it's Hot Dog Day and Junk Food Day. I'm not sure why they put those two together as separate holidays. Deb Matthew, should we be staying away from junk foods? Anything to do with hormones? Yeah, well, definitely not good for your hormones, and then by transitive property, not good for your creativity either. But every <laughs> once in a while, probably it's okay to have a little treat. There you go. I went looking for turkey hot dogs in the store, and I could finally hardly find any. I gave up beef about forty years ago. Yeah, I shouldn't even admit that one. And uh, I couldn't. I could hardly find the old. You know, you could just look and see turkey hot dogs, chicken hot dogs. I could only find one or two packages, and they didn't look too appealing. So I said, Nah, we'll go with the the turkey burger thing. Uh, it's Thursday, July 22nd is National Mango Day. Anybody a fan of mangoes? Love mangoes. Love mangoes. Yes, I find that when they have them in the store, 10 for $3, don't buy them because they're going to be rock hard and not too sweet. So, yeah, there's a reason they're getting rid of them. But if you happen to have a mango, a good, juicy, sweet mango on Thursday, you might want to celebrate Hammock Day. Remember, ladies, hammock swing on the porch, right, or in the yard? Yes. It's Pi Approximation Day. Anybody remember what Pi stands for? Remember the number? 3.14. And it's a, it's the Greek letter Pi approximates to 3.14. It keeps going. And that's the day people make punny jokes about pie and bake pies. Okay. That's the way it goes. And it's Panouche Fudge Day. And I don't even know what flavor that is. Now, Friday, July 23rd is National Hot Enough For You Day. I don't know whether that, I don't know. My, the spa where I go for a massage once in a while still has the sauna closed. They still say it's still closed. They closed the dressing rooms. They've opened up the lobby chairs for people if somebody brings you and wants to wait for you. But we still have the amenities closed, and that's okay with me. So it's also, uh, 
Friday, July 23rd is gorgeous grandma day. So if you know somebody who's a grandma, find a way to tell her she's gorgeous. Okay. I have to call my grandchildren and tell them I'm waiting. Yes. (laughs) It's also also vanilla ice cream day. Anybody like vanilla more than chocolate? vanilla. Oh, we got some vanilla fans. I think Turkey Hill has a new a new style called Triopolitan. You know the Neapolitan Trio, mm-hmm. and they have three vanillas in one container, and one of them is a rum type of a thing in the middle, and one is natural, and the other one is a homemade flavor. They do the same with chocolate. One is little tiny chips. One is a little on the dark side. One is on the medium side. Three flavors in one instead of the the vanilla chocolate strawberry. So you can look for that. It's pretty good. The the rum flavor didn't really get to me. Bourbon, it's bourbon flavored. Nah, not too good. Anyway, and then Saturday is National Cousins Day. Does anybody have cousins around? Yeah, anybody? I have yeah. great cousins. Sandy, <laughs> tell me about your cousins. They're amazing. Um, in fact, we even do Fridays. Um, we do a cousin Zoom call every Friday. Oh, so nice. all the cousins that can get on. And my mom or my aunts will also come on. So it's really cool. Very cool. I have one more thing to add. Thank you for that to Thursday. It's lovely, lanky Laura Legs. Laura Legs, our LLL. It's her daughter Nikki's birthday on July 22nd. So everybody shout out, happy birthday, Nikki. Come on. One, two, three. Happy birthday, Nikki. Happy birthday, Nikki. Nikki, you have been formally welcomed as a birthday celebrity on Read My Lips Radio. Laura listens and Nikki listens too sometimes. So I hope that makes her happy. Uh, As I said, Cousins Day on Saturday. It's Day of the Cowboy. Anybody know any real cowboys other than two? You do? do My niece, well, a cowgirl. Okay. My niece actually, now I don't know if you know what boxing is. Um, boxing on a cat, it's when you try to take the cat, you take your horse and the horse has to box the calf in so the calf can't leave. And you have to move your horse around to make the calf try to move. And last week, my niece became the world champion in her division. Nice. Isn't that cool? What's her name? What's her name? Do a shout out. Um, Jojo. And she's 14 years old. Excellent. Congratulations to JoJo. Probably not a girl sport for many years, right? Probably yes. not, yeah. Probably not. Okay, double bravo. Jennifer, you said you knew somebody who was a cowboy, cowgirl? I lived in Texas for a little while, and so I met quite a few real cowboys, like with ranches and everything, and the cowgirls. And uh, my my cousins and some of my friends um, ride barrel races and have all kinds of very, very rodeo style friends. <laughs> Very cool. Ranches and everything. So it's also drive-through day. I'm not sure whether it's what, what I don't know, what fast food drive-through they're talking about. It's also tell an old joke day. Ladies, do you have any old jokes? I'm not going to ask you to tell them here because I don't know what, what, what flavor they are. <laughs> but do you ever remember old jo- I remember jokes that my parents used to tell that are still funny. Anybody remember uh, old jokes? I used to be really good yes. at jokes until email happened. They ruined jokes. <laughs> okay, 1994, early AOL. I was an early adopter of AOL. And I belonged because my dad was an MD. My mother was a nurse. I had uh, cousins who were lawyers and family members who were doctors. For, on some whim, I joined something called the Med Jokes List. Now, I was not a doctor. My daughter is now an MD, but I, I was not. But they let me join the list. And people shared jokes in different categories. And it was fun and interesting. Well, I didn't know how to save things. I partitioned my 
hard drive as it was in 1994. And I wasn't sure the personal partition or the, I didn't know what to do. So I printed out all the jokes and I put them in binders. I kid you not. I don't know where they are. But when I started my first radio broadcast in 1990, mm, was it five or eight? I can't remember. I brought a briefcase full of printed jokes because when I didn't have a guest, I needed to fill the hours, so I read the jokes from the med jokes. That's a list. smart idea. Well, thank you. It was very, very hands-on and very, yes, let's just do, do we need to get the job done. It's also, in case you're not doing any of those very well, it's tequila day on Saturday. And Sunday is a really great day, July 20th. <coughs> bless you, bless you, dear. It's National Hot, Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Mm, there you yeah. go. It's Merry-Go-Round Day. It's Wine and Cheese Day, and it's Parents' Day, which was created in 1994. So if you're having wine and cheese on Sunday, July 25th, you can finish it off with a hot fudge Sunday. And next Monday, because I won't be on the air till evening, I want you all to be able to celebrate. It's National All or Nothing Day means take risks. It's Aunt and Uncle Day, or some people say Aunt and Uncle. We're not fancy here. <laughs> it's Bagel Fest Day. Do you know the bagel is the only bread that is boiled? before it's baked. Does everybody know that? know that? I did not know that. Sandy, did you know that? Bagels are boiled. And I did not. I should know it, but I you didn't should. know should, and that's why they say that the water in the location where the bagels are, and they say some people import New York water to mm-hmm. Florida to make the best bagels. Mm-hmm. That's what they're talking. I tried making bagels once, a complete unmitigated disaster, but they were <laughs> these cute little hockey pucks you could break <laughs> windows with. And it's also coffee milkshake day, and I had one of those before the show. So thank you, ladies, for playing along. Let's talk about creativity. Let's get a little deeper dive. Deb Matthew, I'm going to put you up first because you were my first, first person introduced on the show today. Talk to us a little bit about your approach to changing how you deliver information to your patients. Talk a little bit about how you structured your book. Take three or four minutes, and we'll go around the the table. I'll ask Sandy to talk a little more about how she came up with the creation and what else she's working on. And Jennifer will talk about your creativity and working with your clients. So Deb, let's talk to you first. What do you think? Yeah, well, you know, when I was taught at medical school, it's very dry. It's very scientific, but we are humans and a lot of our um, behaviors, right? We're, we're driven by our desires and our imagination. And um, we don't always do the things that are the best for us, even if we know we're supposed to do things, you know, that are good for our health. We don't always do all the things that we're supposed to do. And so my job now is to help people get well instead of just treating diseases with drugs. Mm-hmm. But I have to be able to motivate and inspire people to want to make the right decisions, to understand how what we're eating, what we're doing is affecting how we feel. And when when you're in a regular doctor's office where the patients are coming in, you know, every 10, 15 minutes and the doctor's overworked and running an hour behind, that kind of busy, busy, busy is just deadly for, for thinking outside the box and for coming up with new strategies. Really, all that can be done is just, you know, write a prescription and move on to the next patient. So I had to completely retire from my old way of doing things and completely change my whole way of thinking so that now when I sit down with somebody, I am their partner in this. I want to understand how they feel, how, you know, what kind of symptoms do they have, what's making them tick. And really, we work together as detectives to try to understand what is it that's making them feel the way they are, what are the things that aren't going right in their body, and what can we do in order to restore wellness so that they can have energy and sleep well and be in control of their weight and, you know, have great mood and lots of motivation. And 
hormones in particular are so important for who we are on the inside, how we relate to other people, how we react to the world around us. And I have a lot of patients who are interior decorators or writers. I mean, they are creative people. And when your hormones are out of whack, when you are feeling flat and sort of depressed or exhausted or overwhelmed, that is not when our creative juices flow. So for me, um, I, I, like you said, I wrote the book with all these quizzes so that women can go through and understand how they're feeling, why they're feeling that way, and they can start to learn what can they be doing in order to get back to feeling like themselves again. And Deb, why don't you hold up a copy of your book? I see it behind you. You have yes. one there. Hold it down. It's This is not normal, and I love the lipstick that led to the word not in the middle. This is not with an underscore, a busy woman's guide to symptoms of hormone imbalance. I really appreciate the way you put the book together, Deb. Uh, I did skim through it, and while it doesn't apply to me, I was very interested in how you outlined the quizzes and the weighted values of if you said yes to three of these, you might be this. You even go through prediabetes, which is interesting. And that's could men use this book too if they want to get to that part of it, the diabetes? There are some chapters that are for men too, but I have a whole other book that I wrote for men. It's called Why Can't I Keep Up Anymore? Oh, interesting. See, now that's your creativity as a doctor, not just the female approach, but for the male patients as well. Thank you, Deb. I really, I appreciate you. And let's go to Sandy Sandler. Sandy, talk to us a little bit about what did you do before Bo Dabra? Who were you? What led you to think creatively about solving a problem? Because that's what inventions do. They solve, they recognize and they define, and then they help us solve a problem. So Sandy, you're up. Well, I had a company called Corporate Gifts International, and we did corporate gifts for hospitals, for corporations, that kind of thing, and nobody could make a bow. And the other thing that I realized, a lot of what we did was gift baskets. And if you wanted to be in the gift basket business and you were just like a stay-at-home mom with a couple kids but wanted to do it on the side, there was no place at the time to go learn how to start a business. So I actually created an infomercial that had a program and I could literally get somebody started in a, corp- in a gift basket business from their home for about $150, including everything. And so I taught them how to get started um, and how to go and present. I gave them a whole marketing program. I gave them some sample baskets. I gave them a list of anywhere that they needed to go to buy supplies that would sell at a very low minimum. Like some of the companies I worked with would sell the supplies at like $25 minimums. And what I realized was that people wanted to learn how to make bows. So I bought every bow maker there was. And I couldn't make them work. So I, I'm like, well, if these sell, what if we had one that is really easy to work? And so I worked with a design engineer and came up with Bodabra. And that was really how it happened. Wow. And, and what were you doing in the company? Uh, what was your role or what's your background? What's your education? Uh, what, what field were you in? Um, I have, an, I have a, um, a bachelor's in psychology. And then I have an MBA in international business and marketing. Interesting. Now, you took a leap of faith, Sandy Sandler. 
You took a chance. Yeah, I did. Saying, <laughs> I identify a problem. But what's interesting is this is a problem most of people say, oh, who cares if they can't make a bow? Okay, you hire a company to do the gift baskets. Oh, but you know, Bob is busy. He's an executive. Why does he need to know this? Oh, Sandy, that's so silly. How could you waste your time? And you said, this is important to people. It matters. And it's part of sharing. It's part of giving. It's part of fun. It's part of creativity. It's part of entertaining. It's part of a little bit of self-esteem. Look at me. I made a bow. It's something that's culturally acceptable, right? And you identify yeah, well, the problem. And, Go ahead. Well, and arts and crafts build self-esteem. And like, even for me, when I would make bows and, and do things, I felt like, oh my gosh, I designed that. I made that. And it makes you feel really proud. Um, and one of the other things that I realized was when I first started showing the Bodabra, florists would say, Ugh, I can make a bow. And they'd like whip up a bow with ribbon and show off and say how great it was. And they didn't need Bodabra. Well, now, 20 years later, those same florists are coming back and saying, well, I have arthritis in my hands. So now maybe I want a Bodabra. Sandy, question before I turn to Jennifer. Sandy, the question is how many people... And they say, when you're looking for investors, I'm not getting into your investment cycle there, but you're looking for vendors, they say one of the first places people look is the FFF. That's the family, friends, and fools. Hey, Aunt Betty, or whoever, Aunt Mary, Uncle Jim, do you got five grand? You got $500? You got to take, I'm going to start a business. How many people told you it would never take off? It would never be successful? Sandy? Um, if, if I told you how many people over the years said, when are you going to get a real job? Yes, exactly. That exactly. was the biggest one. I used, when I first started in radio, I, I was very single, and I was going to big dances on Long Island to meet people. And people said, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm corporate marketing director, but uh, I have a radio show. The first thing they asked me was, do you get paid? And if I said, no, I'm getting free time on the biggest radio station on Long Island because I'm their bridge host between their, their one company owns the afternoon and the rest is all vanity hosts who pay for their time at night. I was the bridge host and I get great radio experience and time. I'm doing voiceovers for them. It's fabulous. They said, oh, you couldn't be any good. You don't get paid. So Sandy, that's the same mentality is when are you going to get a real job? Well, hello, 20 years later, she is doing something really Really interesting and important. I, I, I love that. Thank and it's you. fun. I, yes. Oh, we're allowed to have fun too. Excuse me. Jennifer, <laughs> talk to us. Jennifer, yeah. talk to us about your approach, about what you do, a little more about what you do. You already explained some of it, but just talk a little bit about your background and, and how you got into this and what this all means to you. Jennifer. Well, I want to tie in a few things because it's really interesting because the, the truth is an event is anything you can turn into an experience. And you talk about that car experience when you went to go pick up your car and it went from, you know, a minor event where they're going to you're going to hand over a check and get the keys to an actual experience that you're talking about all these years later and then because it had the bow on it that you really wanted and that gave you the wow factor. And anytime you can tie in that wow factor into any kind of an event, it turns into an experience. And that's what you're really trying to go for. And that's the same thing that Sandy did when she was really understanding her clients' needs and understanding that they not only want to know how to do a bow, you know, but like they needed an easier way to do a bow. She gave them all the resources to start their entire business online. And there are naysayers in every single entrepreneurial experience yep. all the way until you make it to the top. And then they're like, they're so lucky. They're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and you're 
feel like lucky working 20, 22 hour days all the time, like lucky working nonstop, lucky being tenacious, lucky climbing up the hill when everybody thinks it's as easy as rolling down the hill. And it's really hard to be an entrepreneur. And that's why like taking that brand and creating it into something memorable, uh, Dr. Deborah, you, I'm so sorry, I can't let Matthews. I keep calling you Dr. Deborah because I can see Dr. Deb. But anyway, Dr. Deborah Matthews, you did the same thing in creating a book for women and then creating the same thing for men. And that's kind of what I do is I, I pull out these geniuses out of people and then help you relate to your audiences so that your audience goes, that's my person. And the thing is, like with creativity, everybody has their audience, right? Not everybody wants to learn the same way or not everybody wants to engage the same way or not everybody wants the same car. If we all had the same car, life would be boring. And that's why it's know your audience is such a key. And then trying to figure out, like if you're doing events or you're hosting, um, you're doing programs, whether it's online or in person, it doesn't matter. It's really creating that experience. And if you, when you start doing those kinds of things and you look at it from the audience's perspective and really think like, how can I wow them even more? Like a couple of years ago, I hosted my, uh, my high school reunion and people say it's like, it was turned into an extravaganza. And one of the things we did was we got Glow Furniture and this company called Lit Up Bevs, it's on Instagram, is so fantastic. They branded our cups and then they stuck these glow lights underneath them. And so the whole party was like a club atmosphere and we had this glow in the dark furniture and these glow cups and you could make them blink or you could make them solid. It's called Lit Up Bevs and it's so much fun. They like partner with alcohol or you can have no alcohol, it doesn't really matter. And it's just doing little different things like that, that make people, they can have a take home. So now they had a take home, which is really important because people want something that's a little souvenir, you know? And so how can you give them those kinds of experiences where they can keep living it on? And people's kids ended up loving those cups forever, like even more. And so they're showing off to their kids. So it kind of lasts a long time. Thank you, Jennifer. That was interesting. And I'm looking at you. I asked each of you, we're going to pick one statement. We got about five minutes left to the show, but a quick, quick round here. Uh, Jennifer, your number one statement on what creativity means to you. You said creativity means breaking all the rules and doing it your way. Put your own stamp on it and let it shine your way. So when you brought in this, this Globev company, you were breaking the rules, right? That's not what a reunion is supposed to be. Like. Well, right. I'm Jennifer Horsbull and I'm doing it my way. Wow. So it's that surprise factor. Thank you. Let me find one from, let's see, um, let me find one from Sandy Sandler. You say, unfortunately, kids don't get arts and crafts in school anymore. And you talk about home ec. I learned to cook in elementary school. We had a cooking lab. Yeah. We had, yes, we had a big room with, with sinks and stoves. And we le I learned how to make uh, sukiyaki. And uh, I still remember, I don't eat beef anymore, but I, I still remember some of the recipes. So give me a, one minute, Sandy, on wh what's the problem with kids not getting arts and crafts anymore. Go ahead. Because they're not creating. You get such self-esteem by actually making something. And I always say now I, I suggest a family craft night because 
everybody wins and everybody creates. And even if it's five minutes, you can create something and you walk away with this, wow, I made that. And I'm so proud of what I just made. And it's so important for self-esteem because kids are behind screens all the time. They don't get arts and crafts in school anymore. But by doing it as a family, it becomes a really fun family event. Thank you very much. And Dr. Deb Matthew, I'm looking at your first statement. You say, to me, creativity is sharing something in a way that resonates with another person. That's a really core definition. Deb, talk to me. What does that mean? Give it, fluff it up a little bit for me. You got about a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, so, you know, we have these ideas and we want to share, right? We are, we are people, we, we like community and we want to live our experiences, share our experiences. You know, if, if I watch a movie I want to go tell somebody else about it, right? I want to share that experience. And I think we all feel that way. So I think it's important to have shared experiences. Thank you very much. Ladies, I so appreciate all of you. And I'm going to let you each give us where people can find you. Give a website, give the name of a book. This is the shameless self-promotion part of the show. Dr. Deb Matthew, and she spells her name M-A-T-T-H-E-W. There's no S on the end. I know it was hard to see, Jennifer. Dr. Deb Matthew, MD. So, Dr. Deb, where can people find you in your book? Go ahead. Yeah, I actually have this book available for download for free at website isityourhormones.com. It's available on, on Amazon too, but it's available for free at isityourhormones.com. I-S-I-T-Y-O-U-R-H-O-R-M-O-N-E-S.com. Is it your yes. hormones? L-L-L. Pass that along to people you know who need it. Dr. Deb, that's wonderful. That's very, very nice. And where can people, is there a website for more information about yes. you? And where's the men's book? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so the website is signaturewellness.org, not .com, .org. And there's a link to where you can get the men's book on the website too. Signature Wellness, S-I-G-N-A-T-U-R-E-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot O-R-G. Thank you very much. Sandy Sandler, where can people find you? I got a minute and a half left. Talk fast. Bodabra.com, B-O-W-D-A-B-R-A, and also at Facebook, um, at Bodabra. Thank you. And how did you come up with the name Bodabra? One sentence. How did you come up with the Dabra? Abracadabra, it's a Bodabra bow. I love it. Wow, that was very nice. Jennifer Horsbull, where can people find you? Engagementpr.com. That's engagement public relations, right? So for public relations, engagement P as in public, R as in relations.com. E-N-G-A-G-E-M-E-N-T-P-R.com. There we go. There we go. Yes, she's she's got it behind her. Ladies, it's been it's been just a joy speaking with all of you. Stick around, we'll talk a little bit afterwards. I'm gonna say goodbye. Oh, everybody say goodbye to Facebook. And everybody thank say you. thank you to Josh, our engineer. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thank, thank you, Josh. Josh. Yes, Josh, good job with the audio. I'm Radio Red. Happy to be here. Happy to be here every Monday night. This is one of 52 radio series I've created in the past 10 years. And this is my really, really fun show. And that's not my real name, Red, but that's what people are calling me. I walked into an open mic night at a tavern in Cary, and everybody said, there she is, the red sticks, the red hair, the red boots. She's going to drum tonight. And I said, that's me. Red's in the house. So on that note, I think it's time for us to say goodbye. There we go, 30 seconds. So Voice America Empowerment Channel, it's lovely being on there. And Facebook, thank you for having us. And we're just going to wave, all wave goodbye. 
Bye-bye. Bye-bye from Read My Lips. Everybody be creative. Find a way to make it happen. Okay, we're going to say goodbye to Facebook. Josh, we ready? Thanks again for tuning in to Read My Lips Radio presented by the Voice America Variety Channel. Tweet your questions and comments to at Radio Red 777. Join host, a.k.a. Radio Red, again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a positively cool, creative week.